Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spiritual Business Spotlight. Today, I'm talking with one of my dear friends, fellow authors, angel worker, heart flow healer, Caroline Palmy. Hi, Caroline. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, Sue. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm, you know, the pleasure is all mine. I'm very grateful that you were able to take some time out because I know you're busy promoting your new book and with your children and your, you know, life. So I, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today. Always love to chat about love. <laughs> <laughs> love is the best, isn't it? So, and now you're a heart flow healer, and this kind of feeds into the books that you're writing. Can you tell me a little bit about what that means and, you know, how you came to work in this area? Um, heart flow healing is sort of what I came to understand what I'm doing. We are all, our true essence is love. And we have different ways of blocking that while we struggle in this in this life here on planet earth and usually it's we close down our hearts because we don't want to feel the pain or the hurt or yeah, maybe a past relationship or we never felt that love with the parents so it's really important to really release the blocks open our hearts so we can receive the love my journey was um, different. I mean, as a child, I always wanted to become a doctor. I really loved helping, healing people. That was uh, in a child's eye. And then I was full-time mom, really happy. And then my marriage broke apart. And I struggled as a single mom. And then eventually, when my kids were a bit older, I felt sort of, what's my purpose what am I doing here you know and then it needed a skating accident for me to wake up you know in a way and uh, I had a concussion and uh, a whiplash and so I was really looking for alternatives because the painkillers that's all I got from conventional medicine and that didn't help it just made me nauseous and and not feeling good so I asked around actually on Facebook asked friends what can we do and then someone said oh pranic healing and I thought what's pranic healing you know I had no idea so I googled it and it was um, it comes from the Indian prana you know the flow of life and it's it's similar maybe to Reiki because you don't touch people and you work in the energy field and I had two free sessions and they helped so much with my concussion and whiplash and then the same lady she said oh I'm offering a basic course. And I thought, oh, yes, I really want that. And so I started to, to do something for me. I organized my mom to babysit. Luckily, the courses were on the weekends. And I, for the first time, took time out from being a mom and became more Caroline. And with pranic healing and opening up to the angels, reading Diana Cooper's book, and also Louise Hay spoke on heal your life, heal your heart. And just learning about transcendental meditation, doing guided meditations with Diana Cooper, it was just amazing. 
and doing more in angel work. And because pranic healing is very structured, it's sort of you go from step A, B, C, D, that way with this colors, this chakra. And, and there was more for me. Whenever I treated a patient, there was so much more coming through and like laying that person on a bed of roses, you know, sprinkle rose petals around them, all a sign of love, you know, to clear the energy. And that wasn't, wasn't following the pranic healing protocol. So with the angel and angelic healing, so much more opened up. I could really trust my intuition. And then, of course, it came in handy that I'm an empath, that I am too sensitive growing up all my life for feeling like, oh, gosh, I'm not good enough. I'm too sensitive. All of a sudden, I realized, wow, this is really helping me. I can feel, I can sense into my clients. And, and sometimes I can sense things they're not even aware of. And uh, so then it all developed. But I realized I was still hiding, hiding behind the gorgeous angels, sort of, oh, it's not me, it's just the angels, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, so two years ago, then all of a sudden I felt, this is more. What am I doing? And I really came up and out and said, I am a healer and I'm doing heart flow healing because being in the flow of love was always sort of my mantra. And that's what I wish for everyone. So heart flow healing came out and I really stood up to being a healer. And then only yeah, after years of practicing, I realized, wow, I've become a doctor or a healer. That's what I always wanted, you know, without having to memorize all the things of the body. And yeah, my childhood wish has come and I have a purpose and I love it. But again, then being a full-time mom and then having my business, I realized that I was doing again in my business and I haven't connected to Caroline you know there's all the part of you know as well in life you know you several parts mom you're entrepreneur and and then sometimes you're a wife or a partner and many things but you your soul your essence you are you so I am Caroline, you are Sue, and we are valuable and lovable just by being us, not by being a good mom or a good partner or a loving healer. Just by being Caroline, I am lovable and I am worthy. And that's sort of a concept that, wow, okay. Can I be worthy by not doing anything, by simply being me? And so all that stories of love and realizing that we often look for love in the wrong places. I learned that I was looking in love. I only felt loved when I was in a relationship. So I never let go of a relationship, even though it was wasn't a good one, a healthy one, you know. And when a relationship broke apart, so 
when my husband, when that marriage broke apart, soon, maybe four or five months later, I found or fell in love again. Love found me and I was like, wow, this is the man. Great. Wonderful. I am lovable. Yes, I'm in a relationship. Someone loves me. Yeah. And then when that relationship ended, I felt so sad and I, you know, I fell out of love. And I realized no one loves me, no one wants to stay with me, they're all leaving me, and I am unlovable, I'm unworthy, and, 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 and so much came up. But deep down I realized, wow, wow, you're so needy of love, you're so needy of staying in a relationship, you're so needy of having the confirmation that you're lovable just by being in a relationship. And I thought sort of, there must be something more, you know. I There is a way of me to feel love and be lovable, feel lovable, not by just having it confirmed through a partner, but by just being me. So that beautiful journey of coming back to love, of finding the love within, connecting to the universe, Mother Earth, started and that's what my book my new book is all about loving conversations with me because I feel no I know we all are on this journey of love because we come from love we are born we meet our parents and we want that love from our parents sometimes it happens sometimes not and then at the end of our life here on Earth, we go back to love and that beautiful expansion, that, that being love. And while we are here on this Earth, we, we are looking for love. Love is our essence. We are out of that universal love and we are here in a um, duality. We are here in conditional love because unconditional love is the universe and when we're back into the spirit world so I think love touches all of us feeling loved you know hugging yourself hugging someone sharing that love and learning to share that love only when you really filled up your own jar because I was also a giver, a people pleaser, and it was so easy to give. But really receiving or connecting myself, filling up myself first, was a foreign concept. Oh, yeah. That is really hard for a lot of people, though. It, you know, finding the way to love within themselves and, and to stop seeking it outside of yourself. And to understand that it has to flow from within. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and your relationships actually feeling, you know, they actually brought you closer to yourself and closer to that eternal love that you could only get from yourself. Is that right? Absolutely. So I'm deeply grateful. I'm deeply grateful for my ex. I call him Tony in my book, and and to my uh, to James, my relationship ex relationship, because after Tony, I 
I found a way to reconnect to myself. And after James, I learned to love myself again. And without that, without the journey of those relationships and the, yeah, the hurt, the pain, the, the broken heart in a way, you know, I wouldn't have gone on this journey, on this beautiful journey back to me, back to my own love, back to being love and connecting with that essence within. Because and through that journey, I also learned now that I feel loved and I connect to my love. There's a whole new level of how much I love my children. There's a whole new level of appreciation for life in itself. And yeah, it's just, it's just beautiful. Oh yeah, definitely. And the, the outcome is so beautiful. Like you said, it shifts all of your relationships so much because you're not relying on them for something that you always are wanting to, you know, them to deliver for you. And then that leads to frustration and resentment and everything. Um, then you're filled up yourself and you have so much more to give to other people. So, yeah. And there's so much more compassion also for myself and who I was back there. There's this understanding Oh wow, Caroline back there with whatever she'd done, and I felt ashamed of or oh, not good enough or not fitting in. And I felt sort of, oh, that girl, she was just, or that young woman, she was just looking for love and then feeling that compassion. So there's so much healing of my past experiences and also. Yeah, for a long time I wasn't happy with my parents because they didn't love me the way I wanted to, you know, or I needed to. And now just this understanding and compassion from where they came from and also that understanding that I needed to learn or go through this experience to arrive here. Had my parents been different, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be sharing in a book about love. And, and that's also something I learned that we all have the parents we need. <laughs> They're not necessarily the ones we wanted, you know, but we chose our path. We sat on that little cloud and we looked down and said, oh, those parents, they are great. Yes, they give me the experience I'm craving. And then we come here forgetting all about that contract we made and we grow up and we might have not a good relationship with our parents or we resent our parents for being the way they are or being angry or cut our ties but it's, it's a soul contract. We asked our parents to be the way they are and we came into their lives. They also learned through us, like we learn, I mean, you know, so too, we learn so much from our children if we allow that and our experiences. So 
deeply grateful, deeply grateful for this journey, deeply grateful for the parents, my siblings, my relationships and my children. And of course, friends, gorgeous friends like you, that, you know, we connect and, and we can help each other and we can learn so much from each other by sharing experiences. And my book will be out on Monday, May 6th. But my first book, so many people came back and said, oh, I can so relate. This story, sharing your stories has helped me. I see more clearly now where I came from or where I am not true to myself. And I know my second book will help people to come back to love. I share my stories to inspire others. And sometimes we realize, oh, oh, that's a bit like me. Oh, man, oh I'm doing this too. But in a loving way, you know, embracing yourself, feeling compassion for where you come from and, and where you are. And when we are more loving towards ourselves, we are more loving to our surrounding and eventually more loving to Mother Earth. And love, for me, love heals everything. Coming back to that essence and sharing that love is, is essential, especially in a time now when fear is maybe overwhelming or worries or yeah, estrangement in the furthest places. So bring love, bring love wherever you go, but connect to your own love first and then go out and share it with the love, with the world. Now, I love it when you say that too, because part of connecting with love within yourself is sometimes a little bit scary and messy because we have to put boundaries in place or we have to tell people, gosh, I'm sorry, you know, in order for me to love myself, I can't accept that behavior from you. Or even what you, the stories that you've shared, you looked at your own behavior as well and you said, hmm, this isn't serving me ultimately. And so it was a combination of of really getting in touch with yourself and what you needed and being able to create boundaries for yourself and for others around you. Is that how you would kind of characterize it? Um, yes, of course, as a recovering doormat, a former people pleaser, I... Um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boundaries are sometimes scary but during one meditation I realized that by putting up <coughs> I put a beautiful I saw a beautiful heart around myself so actually I was putting love around myself and that's the other good thing when you really connect within you allow yourself the time to listen. You know, when you're in that love, you know what's good and not. You learned. I looked back over my stories and felt, oh, I wasn't very loving towards myself. 
by trying to please others or go along with things. And the more we grow in that love, I think then it's just natural to, to say no and not being manipulated like my younger children sometimes says, but if you truly loved me, you would say yes, or you would allow me to. And, and if you say no, and then they say, don't you love me? <laughs> and I remember the first time one of my kids, I mean, they were young, he says, I hate you. <laughs> this is so harsh, but it's, just accepting. I think it's also part of accepting ourselves. We can then accept behaviors in others. Like, oh, they're just having a temper tantrum or they're just having a bad day. I didn't allow, I didn't take it personally anymore. You know, I said, so, okay, I accept me and I can accept others. And there's not... Not so much, oh, what did I do wrong? Oh, 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 why are they honking the horn in the car? Sort of, well, someone is a bit stressed, so let's go. Go ahead of me. And uh, it's just also that deep trust, that deep trust that the universe is always protecting us, it's always serving us, and that things are happening for us and not against us. Beforehand, sometimes maybe I try to paddle upstream, you know, sort of, oh, I want to go there, this is blah, blah, blah. And now I'm more relaxed and say, okay, let's see where my journey takes me. It's not that I'm just wondering or not doing anything. I have clarity on my next step and I have dreams and clarity ahead but sometimes I don't follow blindfolded or with the, the things the horses have the yeah, blinders, blinders. Yeah. And because I go open open-hearted open-minded open-eyed and sensing I go each step and then all of a sudden maybe not after three steps we realize oh this is not where we wanted to go. Maybe there is our journey, a path we've never imagined having. So it's all this gentleness towards yourself. And people have sort of disintegrated. People came and said, oh, I don't know you. You I don't know you at all. You've changed so much. And I I had to smile. So, so, Maybe you never knew me. You never knew the Caroline that was deep hidden beneath. You never took the time to connect with her or sense with her. I haven't spoken to that person in a while, and that's okay. I've never had to severely cut off people. I think they just naturally, naturally flocked away and and because I was so much more loving and caring and nurturing towards myself, I gradually connected with like-minded people, people who naturally are loving and nurturing. And so I think it's just 
did I really use boundaries? Yes, I set up boundaries, but I think it's more like filling my energy body with more love. And then it couldn't really hit me because I felt... The thing is, when you accept yourself and you love yourself, you naturally feel worthy. And I think that feeling of worthiness helps you to say no to things you don't want to do or even as a, as a business owner to clients, you realize maybe they're not a good fit and, right. and you help them find another person. And you're not so needy of that, yeah, of that love or appreciation because you already have it within. And so boundaries are something natural. You don't have to put it up anymore. Though as a practice, of course, it's really good to cut your cords and maybe to wrap yourself in beautiful pink light, sort of as far as your arms stretch out, you know, imagine all beautiful uh, pink light. So you can keep your natural sensitivity and you can keep truer to yourself. So the outside world doesn't affect you so much. The more you can stand in your own truth, the more you learn about yourself and you realize that's your natural state. And then eventually, if you forget to put on uh, pink light, you're again not so affected because you've just grown natural boundaries and, and the inner sense of who you are. Well, that, you know, doing what you've said, like surrounding yourself in pink light and doing the cutting of the cords and rituals like that, like you're saying, it really totally helps you to maintain your own energy so that you can come from a more loving and sensitive, a place that honors your sensitivities. And in your new book, you have little assignments or... Um, you lead people through exercises like this so that they can do so that they can maintain their energy fields and and honor and cherish themselves more is that right yes and they're called um, wisdom from the heart and it's after each chapter and I also want to say in my book there are 31 chapters but they're sort of more or less independent of each other so what I sometimes do, I just get the book and open it at a page. Oh, okay, this is the exercise. At the end of each chapter, it's the exercise. Oh, maybe I need that. It's like picking oracle cards. You know, what do I need today? And okay, here you go. And I also, um, because they are mostly guided meditations and wisdom, I um, recorded them as audio files. And I am honored to share them with my readers because I love to connect and they're so valuable those exercises that have helped me so much and I feel when they reading them is not the same as hearing them and you can just close your eyes and go through the exercises and I'll be sharing them in my love bundle but just for is it okay to guide through a little exercise now, Sue? 
Oh my gosh. Yes, of course. <laughs> so one thing that I, I just want to mention to anybody who's watching this, if you've never experienced like we're going to do right now, like a live meditation with Caroline, this is the whole thing. When you're working with you, Caroline, it's just like your energy just gets settled. And it's so like, even when we connect or we're talking, I'm just like, that's exactly what I needed. <laughs> so I just want to tell everybody out there, like, if you buy the book, do download the meditations as well, because there's just something when, when um, a healer like yourself holds that space and changes that energy, it is so much more profound, I feel like, than just like kind of going through the meditations yourself. So I feel like this bonus from you for your readers is something really very special that they should take advantage of totally. So just no. wanted to say that before you start. Sorry. Oh, I'll, I'll hand it over to you now. <laughs> That's wonderful. I just love to wrap people in love and hold them in love. And by going through those exercises, letting my voice guide you, you will experience that love you get a touch of love and you can expand it more and more each day so i mean if you're driving in a car and listening to this so maybe stop it but if you're somewhere relaxed maybe lie down or sit back comfortably and take a deep breath into your belly expand your belly and just breathe it all out Allow your eyes to close. Take another deep breath. And now put your hands on your heart area. Breathe in deeply. Connect to your heart space. You will feel instantly more at peace, calm, and you connect within. Connect with your heart, with your love, with your compassion, and with your true essence. Take another deep breath in, into your belly and release. And now in this space, ask yourself, what do I need right now? And just let that question float out. Be open to receive an answer. It might come as words in your inner ears, as a picture or a little movie in your inner eye as a sense or feeling in your body or just as knowledge, you just know. And if nothing is coming, just take another deep breath and release the need to know or receive right now. Trust. Trust that the answer has already come to you and will reveal itself at the right time. 
take another deep breath and we thank ourselves, our inner wisdom, our knowledge, our trust. And we promise ourselves to come back, back to us daily with this gorgeous little exercise, breathing and touching our heart space. We release the stress, we release the worries and come back to peace and calm and love. Thank you very much. Now move your arms and legs, maybe stretch a little bit. Come back into the here and now and open your eyes. This is a beautiful exercise to teach you to come back to yourself. I know we're all out there, we're all tuned in to others. We forget what we need, what we could do with in this moment. And especially if worries or fears or anything or if you feel, especially if you feel overwhelmed, do that little exercise. Just tap your heart space and concentrate on your breath and you feel instantly calm, more relaxed and connected. Here in you is your world, not always out there. And also if you have to make a decision, you can use this exercise to ask for guidance you can use this exercise yeah, to tune into you. And another important thing is, I didn't mention it during the exercise, but follow up on your guidance, on that message you received. What is it I need right now? If it says, lie down, take a nap, please do that. If it says, oh, a bath, go take a bath walk in nature, anything, follow up on that guidance. That's how we um, connect to that love and being more loving towards ourselves by allowing us to do the things we truly need right now. Tuning in, what is it that we need? Oh yes, okay, I received that. Because if you just do the exercise and then you go forward, you never indulge yourself in that self-love and that self-nurturing. Well, and thank you, first of all. That was a beautiful meditation. And it really, you know, even taking, what, five minutes to just sit with your hands over your heart and connect with yourself, that in itself is self-care that in itself is self-love because you're really taking that time like you said to connect and then you bring up a really really important thing follow up on what your what your inner self says because if you just take that moment and connect with it and then you go about your day as if or even ignoring what your guidance said then it's just kind of like I don't want to say a waste of time because it's never a waste of time to sit with yourself and calm down, but it's also needing 
to show yourself that love and that trust and trusting your intuition mm. and giving yourself the time to be yourself. I think, especially in a hectic life, we are all leading, taking a step back and allowing us time to be with ourselves and do what serves us. It's like we're all plants, you know, one way or another. And so if we never water the plant or we never put um, fertilizer or, or good stuff in there, we might wrinkle or die. So this is our nurturing ourselves. This is our wrapping us in a beautiful loving blanket. This is us applying self-care, self-love and yeah, take time for yourself. This is, time is the most valuable gift and the most valuable thing you can give yourself. I know with young children, you're constantly out there and the minute I put my head on the pillow and thought I could relax, <laughs> one or the other was screaming again. But it doesn't need, like you said, it doesn't need an hour. It's just a couple of minutes and that promise, that promise, you look after yourself because otherwise if you tune in and get that guidance and you ignore it, Maybe you don't just have time, you can do it later. But if you keep ignoring that, you get further and further away from yourself. And it's sort of like telling yourself, hey, you're not worthy. You're not worthy of my time. You're not worthy of receiving love. And you'll hurt yourself even more unintentionally. But it's all about connecting within and listening to that guidance, that gorgeous guidance. And yeah, you are so worth it and you are lovable and you are worth it by just being you, just sitting here, taking time and connecting with you. Well, and that self-worth and that self-love has been a theme throughout your books um, because this has been something where you've really um, brought to your reader your own stories of how you kind of got disconnected from your peace and your calm. And one of the things I've admired about you kind of from day one is that you have this ability to say, okay, that's not really important to me. These are my priorities. This is what's important to me. Peace is important to me. My children are important to me. And coming from a heart space is important to me. And so you've learned to, you know, assert your value and kind of say, okay, anything that falls outside of that, it, it's not worth my time or my energy. And I think that's the ultimate in self-care and self-worth and self-love is really being able to create a life that is, you know, um, what's the word, based on your beliefs. <laughs> yeah, I, we all have our priorities and 
I learned to stand up for myself by standing up for my children, you know. And luckily I had young children and I needed, it was time to stand up for them. And by doing so, I learned to stand up for myself as well. And yeah, it's sometimes if our priorities aren't right, maybe if we see it often when people are maybe in a day job or going down the wrong path, they they have issues like burnout, exhaustion, they they need that vacation to escape from their life because they're not fulfilled, they're not happy, they've lost parts of themselves or even yeah, it doesn't have to be with a job, but with other things, maybe lying too much um, uh, priority on having a super clean house and then you exhaust yourself by always keeping up with it or having that super car, whereas maybe you would be happier with, with, with a smaller, older one or something. So it's really, again, stepping up and you know, I think we all know um, what is important for us and what we might do just to please our neighbors or our family. It just doesn't feel right. And every so if we do something right, it's like it's this expansion of this, ah, oh, yeah, feels good. <laughs> if we do something that is not so right, it feels like, mm, yeah. And just listening again, and that's also self-love. It's just listening within. Is that good for me or is that, oh, and then stop doing the, oh, stuff, you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if, if, if a big house or whatever is too much, look for something simpler or simplify your life. Um, get help and, uh, yeah, if your job or something is not fulfilling you, maybe be on the lookout for something else. Or if you live too far, if you have, for me, bringing my kids back and forth to school, even now if I drive a bit longer, sort of like the whole memory is still there, sort of oh, driving. So when they were old enough, they could take public transport here in Switzerland. It's very safe and, and reliable. So stepping away and saying no to shuttling and serving and taxiing my kids because they were old enough. Things like this, second guess things you're doing just because you've been doing it for the last 10 years. Maybe they don't serve you anymore. Maybe you find a new solution. You don't know even, maybe you don't know the solution, but it's out there. So just be open, be open for it. Sorry. <coughs> so, um, yeah. Well, I like what you said too, because sometimes we get in these habits of what other people expect us to do or these expectations that aren't really happy like making us happy serving us and then we continue on with them we just hold them we just keep carrying them because we're like well I've been carrying this for 10 years or whatever so I should continue to carry it but we 
there's also a part of our minds a lot of times that understands when I set this burden down, it's going to be such a relief. And so there's that struggle to actually set that burden down. And I feel like you've gone through your, in your book and in your stories, you've gone through a lot of, you know, explaining to people like I saw this wasn't serving me and I realized that I had to set it down. Um, and I understand it can be hard. <laughs> I know that. But, yeah, you bring up a, a, a really good point. It's not what other people expect, and it's not what makes them happy. Because if it's not making you happy, then there's something wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, it started that maybe all of us, that we are mothers, we know so much more than back then when we were children and our mothers mothered us. And we went, we learned, we went that extra mile, we applied the new thing, the new knowledge and disregarded parts of what our moms did. So, and this is true for all aspects of our life disregard what we've been conditioned in or what we grew up with, the belief that this is right. It might have been right, like you said, five or ten years ago, but is it still right now? Like our kids grow up, we grow up, we know more. There are different circumstances. I mean, um, Many of us have gone through a divorce or a relationship breakup. What was right back then is not right now. What you do maybe in a relationship might not be the thing you do when you're single. And also what you do with younger children is not the same you do, excuse me, <coughs> do with older children or grown-up children. You know, you adapt. And so we can really learn and step up every day and second guess is that still the thing to do because it's such a habit and habits might be a bit harder to break but is it the way to do is it um is there a better way have i maybe not thought of a solution and you can ask the universe or yourself again if the thing what would be the solution? What would be the ideal solution? So also allowing yourself to, to dream big, to dream about this absolute carefree, wonderful, gorgeous, loving life we can all have. <coughs> so, and releasing and releasing and releasing and coming back more and more to us. I know we grow up, parents told us a certain things, society said, the school said, maybe religion said a certain thing, and we try to mold in there. And then all of a sudden we grow up and we say, oh, what my mom said, that's not right for me, or what society thinks I should be doing. Maybe I'm thinking a bit out of the box here. And... I'm still not, I mean, I'm, I'm more a light worker, more peace and love, but also um, 
there is an inner rebel in me. And I think sometimes we can awaken that inner rebel, you know, just like dance a little or be a bit, be a bit unconventional. And sometimes we have to try it out a little to find then the right way. Or maybe like a pendulum, go a bit on the other side to then find sort of the middle way. And that's all okay. And especially, I think, if you're just going from one day to the next with, oh, God, and the same day and the same day and the same day. And, and we feel saddened, burdened, and like there's not much joy. It's really time to change change bits of our lives you don't have to sort of throw everything overboard but parts here and parts there and find that joy again in life and that love for life and that love for yourself and uh, you know yeah well one of your stories not from the new book but from the old book was talking about discovering that you had put so much attention and interest into taking care of everyone around you that you totally didn't even understand who you were anymore. And I think that's really important. And so bringing in this, you know, inner wild child and, you know, allowing yourself to play a little bit more because you had, you had kind of embodied or personified a role that you thought your husband your ex-husband wanted you to be or your children wanted you to be or even in this book you talked about how your even your village the people who were in your neighborhood were really judgmental about some of the choices that you made and you're just like I went to find love I went to find Caroline I went to embody this person in my happiness and sometimes and then we get so, like you said, caught up in the day-to-day that we disconnect ourselves from even what happiness means to us at some points in time. Yes, definitely. And happiness, joy is like love, is our true essence. And somehow maybe as children in school or I don't know when we're sort of, it's like that has been beaten out of us in an energetic way, you know, it's sort of like bowing your head and just going through the day and uh, yeah, be the good girl or whatever. And now I think, especially nowadays, we have, it's a changing of energy, changing of time, a changing of coming back to ourselves and also allowing us to be individuals where Beforehand, there was so much put on conformity. Mm-hmm. And now we can all be, like, I love, I mean, I'm here in Switzerland and I love to go up to the mountains and there are the mountain meadows and there's so many flowers out there, so many different flowers, different smell, different texture, different colors, different height, everything. And... The whole mountain meadow is so, so beautiful and I absolutely love it because it's so individual flowers and a precious feeling. So much more than a fine trimmed rose hedge, you know, where everything is like this. Or So we can allow ourselves to be 
stand in our own beauty, in our own love, in our own kind of flower we are. And yes, it takes courage, but it also takes self-care and self-love and a bit of an exploring um, energy to explore your own essence. All of us lost parts or we try to hide some parts or we're told this is not good enough. So we're not really complete the way we are. So we can explore what was that? Or what was that? And how would that feel? And who am I? You know, who am I is a big question. Who am I if I'm not the mother or the heart flow healer or the author? Who am I? And, and what would I like? You know, not as a mom or, a, or but as me. And it starts, you know, like, it's, it's like in a restaurant, you get the menu and then you say, Ooh, what do I like tonight? You know, <laughs> what can I serve myself with? And uh, yeah, and just being unapologetically you, you deserve that. And that doesn't mean that we are harsh or mean or towards others. But I know that when we allow ourselves to be true to ourselves, we allow others to be true to ourselves. So people who come who are very good judging others are usually the ones that don't allow themselves to be true to themselves because they judge themselves. They have to behave a certain way. So allow yourself to feel that love and allow yourself to be you and you will learn that by being you you allow others to be true to themselves and people look at you with a different probably level of respect yeah it's it's and it's not it's just like i think sometimes we also i mean i saw it with my daughter by me allowing my, myself to stand up and be true to myself. She learned that she can be true to herself. She didn't have to be the timid little shy girl. She she stands up now and says, no, and I don't want that, and I don't like that, and, and says no to friends, and she's very assertive. And she wouldn't have come as for hadn't I gone on this beautiful journey. And also... It's more like in awe and you say, oh, wow, she can do that, so I can do that. And that's also in my book, I, says, I learned to love myself. I mean, 10 years ago, I sat in my living room. I had no idea who I was anymore. I was completely lost. And look at me now. I am Caroline and I have a very good understanding of who I am, what I like and and that's possible. So it's possible for everyone. And that's how why I write my books to inspire people to share with them. Look, I've been there. I've gone through this. I know how you're feeling, but 
you are worth it. You are worth to reconnect with yourself, with your true essence, and you really deserve to feel the love, the love that you are. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. So I want to just remind people before we go that your book is coming out on the 6th of May. Is that correct? And when they, oh, I'm sorry. It's yes, it is. Okay. When they pre-order, they get a special bundle of self-care, self-love, meditations, guidance. Um, So they get access to your Heal Your Heart webinar. They get Mm -hmm. the audio to wisdom from the heart bonus. Okay, that was what we were talking about a little bit earlier. They get access to uh, a book club, which is a private Facebook group for Mm -hmm. you. Um, What else? What else do they get? (laughs) (laughs) They get all that gorgeous extras. And actually, they can it's open that love bundle is open for everyone till the summer solstice so june 21st they can sign up with their name and email i need the email to send them all the love you know (laughs) and it will be because we all know about overwhelm you know so it's every three days you get another gift i don't want to overwhelm people i want them to have enough time and we know about our email boxes. So, yes, they get the Heal Your Heart webinar, which is a video, a link to a video. They can watch the Hour Healing and the book club. I'll be active from the 20th of May till the 20th of June, or not till end of June. So if, if you order the book, read it. It's, I love the conversations with my readers. I love to be there. They are able to ask questions. We can go a bit further. We can explore the journey to love even more in that safe space in a Facebook group. And of course, people who are not on Facebook, happy to email me. Then, um, yeah, the audios, all the wisdom from the heart, the ones I recorded, so you can go through that guided meditations. You get access to those all for free and eight gorgeous soul sisters and one brother so one of them is this fabulous sue ellis saller they contributed gorgeous gifts to my love bundle so extra love healing meditations insights there's there's a gorgeous even a love poem and inner wisdom it's just beautiful so you get those eight gifts from my eight soul sisters and brother plus the free above and it's gorgeous all you need is to sign up and you will receive the love bundle the extra love and i'm so honored and happy to share I'm all about sharing love. Maybe you haven't realized during the last <laughs> I'm about sharing the love with you. And the question is, are you ready to receive it? That is, I think that might be the third book is learning how to receive love. So, no, I know. But, yeah, 
I think it's it's just a, such a wonderful group of people who have gotten behind you and who are offering these these bonuses for you and also the bonuses that you're giving to other people so so that they if they're having a pro, you know kind of get their you know sometimes there's a little bit of a hang up trying to get into this flow space and trying to love yourself more and really feeling kind of insecure about you know, is what I'm doing loving or is what I'm doing selfish or, you know, so having somebody like yourself to talk to and in a group sense or sharing the other, seeing the other people and how they're using your wisdom and your guidance to change and improve their lives and bring more love and self-love into their lives. I think that's, you know, that's tremendous. <laughs> so, Yeah. So, um, Amazon, your book is on Amazon and it's on your website. I'm just looking at that right now. And if you want to go and purchase Caroline's book, I will put the links underneath of this video. Um, she is at www.palmy, P-A-L-M-Y, healing, H-E-A-L-I-N-G, Dot com and for her new book it's slash loving dash conversations dash with dash me and that is where you see all of the bonuses you see all of the you know um wonderful um conversations from other people and descriptions of the book and the love bundle gorgeous pictures here and so, yeah, I think everybody should get the book, read it, see how it can help them to change their lives and bring, we all need more love in our lives right now. And especially in this date and time, coming from a loving and centered place is so important. And then we can help to share and spread the love. And Caroline, you do such a fabulous job. And I really appreciate your presence in my life. And I really appreciate you coming here and thank you for sharing your wonderful energy with us today thank you so much for having me it's always a pleasure to connect with you so likewise so we are on the wave of love aren't we <laughs> yes we are yes definitely so i am going to end the broadcast now but i will put the um links in the comments below this video and if you are catching us on a recording they will be under the video on YouTube and they will also be in the show notes on any website that you catch us on. So thank you very much for your time, energy and effort. And thank you, Caroline, again. Um, thank you for bringing your soul and your heart here and your friendship. I appreciate it. So thank you. Wonderful. Well, everyone, this again is Sue Ellis Seller from Spiritual Business Spotlight. And I was talking with Caroline Palmy from Palmy Healing today about her new book, Loving Conversations with Me. You can get it on Amazon right now. And with that, I hope you find love in your life and love for yourselves. Take care. Have a great day. <laughs>